Hello, welcome to the Lewisburg United Methodist Church podcast. Thanks for joining us today. For sermon notes and videos related to this message, please visit lwbumc.com. I'm reading from John chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. This is the word of God for the people of God. God. Let us pray. O oh Lord, please let the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts together in this place on this resurrection morning be acceptable in your sight. For you are our strength, you are our rock, and you are our redeemer. Amen. It is a good Friday world that we live in. I want to just mention a few things to remind us of that. It was 20 years ago this week that the tragic event took place in Columbine High School. And that's not to mention Sandy Hook and Parkland and Virginia Tech and on and on. The disasters and the tragedies, the wars, the strife, the division, they all speak to us of a world that is filled with sadness and sorrow. And just to be clear this morning about what it means to say we live in a Good Friday world, it simply means that in a Good Friday world, innocent people suffer. That there's no rhyme or reason for why, but they indeed suffer unjustly. Just like Jesus did when he hung on the cross. But you know, the good news this morning is, that even though the world is a Good Friday world, we are Easter people. We are people who know that our Redeemer lives. We are people of hope. Now there are folks that come along from time to time to try to tear down that Easter hope. I remember hearing a story about uh, a lady one time who was telling her pastor that she had been to a service somewhere in a very different kind of church where the pastor had said that Jesus had not really died on the cross, that he had just swooned. This is simply known as the Passover plot. I don't know if you've ever heard it or not. 
And her, she said to her pastor, tell me what you think about that. Is, it, is there any truth or possibility of the truth of it? And the pastor replied, sister, you go find that preacher who was saying that, and you take that preacher, and you tie them up, and beat them with a leather whip for 39 heavy strokes. Then you take that preacher and nail them to a cross, Then you hang them in the sun for about six hours. Then you run a spear through their side and bomb them and put them in a sealed tomb for three days. And then let's see what happens to that preacher. My friends, Jesus was dead and he was in the tomb. And it's not like spring. I'm sorry if I'm crushing anyone's heart today. Easter is entirely contrary to spring because in spring we expect the flowers to come forth and bloom and be beautiful as they are here before us. But on Easter morning, a man got loose from the tomb. That just doesn't happen. (laughs) It's a miracle. It's a good news. It's new hope for all of us. And because of that hope, when I walked into the church this morning and I looked over at the tree of life there that hangs in the lobby downstairs and I began to read the names of the people who have already made their way to that heavenly place, I began to think to myself, today is why we celebrate. Today is why we know that our Redeemer lives and that those who trust and believe in Him will never die. Sometimes we paint pictures of resurrection like a, a caterpillar crawling along the ground. You know, a caterpillar is a good image of a Good Friday world. A caterpillar goes through a lot of uh, uh, stuff crawling across the ground. You think that caterpillar has any idea what it's going to be like someday to be a butterfly? I don't think so. They just have to trust. And I remember when I sat beside uh, Millie Proud's uh, bed at the hospice house, And she looked at me and she said, I know where I'm going. My friends, that's why we're here today. Because we know that there is a Redeemer who is waiting for us. And while we may wallow around like a caterpillar on this earth, someday we're going to become something new. Something more beautiful than we can even comprehend. You know, it wasn't very long ago that uh, we stood right here in this place and said farewell to another dear saint in this church Twyla, Twyla Wallace. And I remember Twyla had, uh, she had some verses that she wanted to be read at her service. Listen to what they were. She says uh, from 1 Corinthians, listen, I'll tell you a mystery. We'll not all die, but we will all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at that last trumpet. For when that trumpet sounds, the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability and this mortal body must put on immortality. And then the saying which has been written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory and where, O grave, is your sting? But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. There was a little boy and a father driving down the road one day in the pickup truck and there was a bee that got in through the window And it started buzzing around, and the little boy got frantic. But the father noticed that that little bee had been somewhere else, and there had been another victim, and so the little pin at the end of that stinger was gone. He said to his son, Son, I want you to know that that bee that you're so afraid of can't hurt you because the stinger has been removed. Someone else has felt that pain. 
That someone else in our case today is Jesus Christ. He's felt the sting of death so that we might not have to fear it any longer. That we can face it and trust and have hope. Look up. Look all around you right now. Look up. There is a balcony of saints gathered round us. A great cloud of witnesses. <laughs> they're looking down on us right now. And they're saying, you keep running the race and persevering. The hope of this day, this Easter morning, is as real as we are gathered round you in a heavenly balcony. I see my mom. I see Reva's parents. I see all kinds of people over the years that I've stood and proclaimed that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. I see them. And while it makes me sad that I can't embrace them now, I look forward to seeing them someday. And I believe that because of this glorious Easter morning, we shall see each other again. My friends, Grace is stronger than sin, and truth is stronger than falsehood, and good is stronger than evil, and love is stronger than hate, and yes, life is stronger than death. Do you believe? Are you Easter people? Do you know that your Redeemer lives? You know, there was a, a week, uh, one Easter week, when Reva and I were still in school, and uh, Will Williman was the preacher at Duke University Chapel, and one morning he got up on Easter morning and he told this story, which was totally out of character for him, and I'm going to try my best to repeat it. He said there was a man that went into a, <clears throat> a clothing store very close to Easter to buy a new suit, and the inventory was low because everybody had been buying a new suit, but the man in the store that owned the clothing store was a good salesman, and so he said... Uh, when he asked, do you have a suit here that might fit me? He said, let me just see. I think we can. And he went back and he pulled out a suit and he brought it out. And the man looked and he says, it looks a bit large for me. He says, no, no, it'll be just fine. Here, put the pants on. He went in and he came out and he put the pants on. The pants were so big, he was holding them up when he came out of the dressing room. And the jacket was so large that it just draped over him like a blanket. And he said, this suit doesn't fit me. He said, yes, it does. Now look, just take those pants and fold the material over and put your hand down there like that. He says, and pull them up a little bit while you're at it. And, and, and he did. And he says, now, he said, well, what about, the, what about the fact that there's so much? He says, pull that over like this and, and make it like that. He said, well, what about the shoulders? And he said, well, just here, I'm going to pull that cloth over and up and you take your chin and hold it like that. And he said, there, it looks good. Look in the mirror. Doesn't it look good? He says, I don't think it looks very good at all. He says, well, trust me, it looks really good. And he said, well, you put it on my bill. I'll just wear it out of the store. And when he walked out on the street, there were two ladies across the street who saw him come out. And he said, look at that poor old crippled man, all bent up and all contorted. And the other lady turned and says, yes, he looks awful, but doesn't his suit fit him nicely? <laughs> In the Middle Ages, there was a thing 
It was called, let me find it here, I want to say it right in Latin. There was a thing called uh, Rissus Pascalis. It was called the Easter laugh. And did you know that Pope uh, Pius, I think it is Pope Pius X, outlawed it? But did you know that from the earliest time, Christians believed that it was an appropriate thing to tell a joke or even perform a, 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 a harmless prank on people on the Monday after Easter? Because, they said, Jesus tricked the devil and got the last laugh. The devil thought Jesus was in the tomb and the, and the seal, the, the stone was over it and everything was finished. But when Jesus came forth from the tomb, guess who was laughing then? And guess who was sad? The devil. My friends, even though it's a Good Friday world, we still have a lot to rejoice and celebrate. We still have a lot to be thankful for. We still have a lot to know that God is with us because, my friends, without the resurrection, we have no hope. Without the resurrection, we might as well just keep crawling around like a caterpillar in the grime. There was a very uh, devout and, and prominent gentleman in Georgia many, many years ago, um, even before the days when people uh, 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 treated each other uh, the way we ought to. And he, uh, he owned a plantation, he had many slaves, and he had a nanny that took care of his little boy. And this African-American nanny would, uh, would go into the little boy's room every morning, and she would lean down over his bed, and she would say, Wake up, my child. God's morn has come. That little boy grew, and that little nanny took care of him and loved him. And when he became an adult, that beautiful nanny passed away. And he went to the townspeople, and he said to them, I ask permission for my nanny who even in those days was unheard of, to be buried in my cemetery behind this church, right beside the grave that I hope to be laid in someday. And they said, why on earth would you ever do such a thing? And he said, on that resurrection morning someday, I want her to be the one that leans over to me and whispers, wake up, child, God's morn has come. And they granted it. My friends, it doesn't matter what the color of our skin is. It doesn't matter what country we come from. It doesn't matter what anything else is about us. We are all God's children in this world, and God loves us all. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ is for every human being. Amen? Today is a day of hope. Today is a day of love. Today is a day of celebration. Let us not lose hope. Let us trust and believe with all our heart. We are Easter people, even though the world is a Good Friday place. May God receive the glory and the praise. He is risen. Thanks be to God.
the sun where to stand in the morning and who told the ocean you can only come this far 
And who showed the moon where to hide till evening? Whose words alone can catch a falling star? Well, I know Margaret Redeemer lives. All of creation testify. This life within me cries. I know my Redeemer lives. Were you there when they hung him? on a cross were you there when they laid him in a tomb sometimes it makes me want to tremble were you there were you there well I know my Redeemer lives. Sing with us. I know my Redeemer lives. And all of creation testify. This life within me cries. I know my Redeemer Go ahead, drive the nails in my hands, laugh at me, where you stand, go ahead, say it isn't me, the day will come. Oh, and you will see, cause I'll rise again. Ain't no power on earth can tie me down. Yes, I'll rise again. Death can't keep me in the ground. Were you there when he came back from the dead? Were you there? 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 He told us time and time again, I'll arise, I'll arise. I'll rise again, cause yes, I'll rise again. Sing with us. Ain't no power on earth can tie me down. down. Yes, I'll rise again. 
Death can't keep me in the ground Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Ain't no power on earth can tie me down. All of creation testify this life within me cries. I know oh, my redeemer. Thank you for listening to this teaching from the Lewisburg United Methodist Church. We pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For additional teaching, resources, and podcasts, as well as who we are and our upcoming events, please visit our website, lwbumc.com.